I had another person post a question to me like, how should I refuel? And when we dived deeper into that, what we noticed was like the day before he had a century ride, so 100k ride on the bike. And then the next day he was trying to limit his calories, not to gain fat and so on. So guys, you are hungry for a reason. Hello friend, if you are joining me for the first time, welcome. I'm your host Daniel Weiss, a certified nutrition coach, educator and a hybrid athlete. I've created this show to help you make educated choices in your nutrition, training and life, improve your health, feel energetic and look athletic. I have been working with people who simply want to look and feel better, athletes who want to challenge themselves, but also with fitness professionals who want the best for their clients. I also know that nutrition education is not all that matters and it would not be possible without the right mindset. So this is the topic that I pay special attention to. Now, just before we start, I would like to invite you to visit my website where you can find free guides. Just go to link www.weiss.eu forward slash guides. There are free to download guides about nutrition, there are some recipes and even a meal plan. Hello and welcome. My name is Daniel Weiss and I'm a nutrition coach, sports nutrition coach and habit coach. And today I will be answering a few questions about macronutrient splits and changing body composition when it comes to nutrition. These questions came to me through my inbox on social media, whether it's Facebook, or Instagram or through my email. You can find links to these accounts down in the description below. Now let's go to the questions. I've noticed that I tend to eat more on certain days and eat much less on the other days. Some days I feel like I'm not that hungry and just eat around 1200 calories, but other days I can eat over 2000. But that will eventually be a problem if I want to progress in getting fitter. My protein is also not that high. I've been eating according to my calculations as a vegan, working out five to six times a week, three days at the gym, two days running or interval training, and one day an activity with my son, like swimming and so on. I have counted out 1760 calories to lose weight and eat 45% carbs, 30 protein, 25% fat. But it's hard to hit the protein intake at around 130 grams. And this is what is recommended to me. What is your opinion on it? So first, this is uh, coming from a lady who is who has uh, a son. is very active, as you can see, working out five to six times a week. And she's been eating at about 1760 calories to lose weight. That sounds relatively okay. I don't know her height, but I guess she's at about 5.6, 5.7. 5 
I will take I will assume that. So you know, I don't like to go by macronutrient percentages because percentages can vary greatly depending on the caloric intake, right? Like 10% from 2000 calories is completely something different if it is 10% from 1500. But we know her caloric intake, so that is okay. Okay, so let's address this question. Some days I eat more, some days less. Well, this is a typical problem with people who are very active or busy. And the reason why that is, is because, you know, we cannot only um, rely on our hunger and hunger cues. Uh, there is also this thing called post-exercise or exercise-induced anorexia, which means like our appetite can be blunted after some exercise. Maybe you've now noticed it yourself. But on the other hand, you know, there's different types of exercises that actually increase hunger. So for example, after a heavy training lifting session, you might feel like really much, much more hungry. But after a walk that takes, you know, three hours, you might not be as hungry. So different intensity of exercise, volume, uh, affects us differently and each individual responds differently. It is the same as with stress. And physical exercise is a stressor. So if you have these like 1200 calories, let's say on your hard working day, you know it is not enough. Well, it's not enough even for your non-active days. But then you overshoot it on the next day. We are first and foremost interested in what is the balance. Are you hitting these calories within that day or within that week and how does it balance out that is the most important thing other than that i would not be really worried about these things then the second thing is you want to eat despite being hungry if you know that this is the case because if you under eat on one day you might not feel it that day you might not feel it the next day but you will definitely feel it in training maybe two or three days later. So that is why it is also important to not always rely on your hunger cues and be a little bit scheduled if this is your case. So yeah, having that more balanced, it doesn't need to be like 100 calories, but let's say two to 500 calories, depending on your calorie intake, uh, there can be that fluctuation from day to day. By the way, this is also a reason why many athletes, especially I see it in endurance athletes who train this six times a week or six days a week, and on the off days, they feel super hungry. Well, that is because your body has actually now uh, time to relax and digest. And that is when it is catching up with all that energy deficit that you have created over those previous days. So don't be afraid of eating more or eating enough during those off days. And as I said, sometimes it is even more than on your workout days. It is not ideal if you eat much more on your rest days, but this is why it is the case for you. Your hunger just caught up. 
I had another person post a question to me, like, how should I refuel? And when we dived deeper into that, what we noticed was like the day before he had a century ride, so 100k ride on the bike. And then the next day he was trying to limit his calories, not to gain fat and so on. So guys, you are hungry for a reason. Most of you are eating relatively healthy already. And if you put that huge performance is there, you know, it will show up, show up in your hunger. So don't think that any sign of hunger is a craving or it is something bad. Hunger is good. So embrace it and eat, especially if you are light, if you are very lean and you you need to be like honest with yourself. Do you have that mental attitude that I'm afraid to eat more because I might gain some weight? If you are that person, then this is something you need to be mindful of and you need to work on it because otherwise you will be just underfueling, your body composition will not be getting better and you are also potentially hindering your health, like your bone health down the road. So it will not show up the next day, it will not show up the next week. But if you are constantly ill, if you are getting injured often, if you are, uh, if you feel like cravings, especially if you are hungry in the evening and it is not a psychological hunger, but you are really hungry and then you would eat everything. These are the signs that you are underfueling, at least, you know, during the day, if it is not uh, throughout the whole week or during your whole training cycle. So be mindful about it uh, and don't underfuel. It's a huge, huge mistake. So the second part of the question is about hitting uh, this amount of protein that is like, 130 grams of protein at 1760 calories and well specifically on a vegan diet this can be uh, relatively hard or challenging for some people so if you are like that here are a few tips for you you need to preferentiate some uh, protein sources like texturized vegetable protein is awesome don't be afraid to eat like not whole foods but Protein sources like maybe tempeh, tofu, uh, you know, seitan. Seitan is amazing source and especially leucine, which helps signal body or signal muscle to build muscle. And use those. The typical mistake, the typical mistake that I see people making is that they try to eat like beans and rice this kind of combination when they are on a weight loss diet or cutting or you know they are at reduced calories this really works for bulking and for general performance it's awesome but if you are at a limited calorie budget this will be really hard to do so nuts not a good source of protein rice not a good source of protein beans uh, not so good source of protein, but really focus on those higher sources of protein, as I mentioned, tofu, tempeh, natto, or 
basically soy products and maybe some of these meat substitutes, battery labels, because they can also be uh, relatively high in fat. Some are high in carbohydrates and, you know, some are simply low in protein because they focus on the texture and the taste, but not on the nutrient composition of the meal. So yeah, read labels. And if you need more help with that, I have created a meal plan specifically for vegans and specifically for this purpose, like 1500, 1600 calories, 130 grams of protein and make it simple. So this gives you a lot of room to include some more snacks if you have higher calorie budget. Easy, simple, you can download it. Link will be here and in the description. Let's move on to the question number two. Asking advice regarding weight loss and plateauing. I'm currently weighing in at 160 pounds, so there is 72 kilograms. I'm 5 feet 6, that is about 170 centimeter. I'm working on losing weight after baby six months postpartum. My macros are 200 carbs, 120 protein, 40 fat, which puts me at around 1600 calories. I weight train heavy 50 minutes Monday to Friday with martial arts training in the evenings, that is two hours. I'd really like to see these last 10 pounds go. I've been on the same age for about three weeks. For the weekend, I usually up my calories up to 17 to 1800 and usually notice weight gain by Monday. Any suggestion on what I should do differently? Appreciate. Well, so 72 kilo, 170 lady doing 50 minutes of heavy training. Monday through Friday, and martial arts, two hours. Let's see, I don't know if it is every day, but let's assume that this is every day. That's a lot of training, so with also that keto there, being at 1600 calories, that is a huge deficit. So this is a great example of a person that would really benefit from going up with their calories before we would focus on any kind of weight loss. I would allow her to be to increase her calories to 2500-ish. With all that physical activity, she should be like dropping fat at 2000. Like melting, really. But she is not. So... Yeah, that is the first step. And it is very scary for many people because you want to lose weight, but you want to be increasing calories doesn't make sense, you know. And depending on for how long she's been on that kind of diet, it will be really hard to reverse herself and to get into that place where her body is better suited for that weight loss. Because with that amount of activity and at such low calories relative to her activity levels, you know, dropping this weight will be really, really hard. I mean, she would need to stick to about like 15, 14, uh, uh, ton, sorry, 
1400 calories but no i don't think this would be sustainable approach for her and then after she has lost weight she would get it all back so another thing is uh, that she notices that weight gain by my day but you know even if you increase these calories by it's only 100 to 200 calorie increase through the weekend so if she gets like let's say 500 calories more through the whole weekend in two days it's not getting fat it's probably water glycogen you know so don't be too focused on weight on these fluctuations if you do that you will be in for a headache and you don't want to do that so instead focus on the trends weigh yourself every day and see the trend how it is going especially for women you can see these jumps up and down throughout the month of you know in relation to the salt intake water intake carb intake you know all those things and especially during weekend that is where usually people increase their carbohydrates they increase their salad intake because they eat more of a junk food or whatever they treat themselves more and this is when they see these fluctuations right so what i would do differently to wrap it up or to sum it up is that first spend few weeks to few months depending on how long she's been on those kind of calories to rev up her engine her metabolism so she's in a better place to lose weight and this might mean that she would gain few pounds but it will make the weight loss after that much much easier with such high amount of activity it it is i believe the best way how to do that other than that i would not recommend it for everybody right so it would be case to case, by case basis now let's go on to question number three is getting 220 grams of protein overkill i want to build muscle why while naturally burning fat i'm about 82 kilo so there is eight 182 pounds uh five feet nine so this is 175 centimeter i used an online calculator and it suggested to me these 220 grams of protein i walk at least six miles so this is about nine kilometers a day uh every other day i walk with rucksack so the, that weighs 25 kilo 50 pounds I do push pull leg please workout aiming for at least five days a week to be honest I struggle to eat that much protein I don't like blending so making protein shakes is kinda effort for me now good question again and as you can see my problem with online calculators is that they give you some unrealistic goals sometimes not all of them but especially on some bodybuilding websites that they kind of uh, focus on that protein way too much so this person is 175 centimeters and 82.5 kilograms and 220 grams of protein so 
if we look at it, or if we do like two grams of protein per kilogram of body weight, that would put him in 160. So 220 grams, no way, unnecessary. To build muscle, you need 1.6, even on a vegan diet, and get about two grams of leucine in that one meal. So yeah, this is unnecessary. No, yes, it is overkill. Now, to address the second question, I do want to gain muscle whilst naturally burning fat. And now we need to look at like how well trained this person is. Probably he's not just starting for the first time in his life, right? Because he's doing a push, pull, uh, leg split workout. He's walking every day, nine kilometers. He's also using um, weighted walks with that uh, weighted rucksack. It's kind of a lot of work, you know, again. And I would focus on either or. So if you, look, if you have a long time, like month to years, then it is okay to be at about maintenance level and you know, just focusing on building muscle. But for most people, this is not attainable or achievable because they don't have that patience, right? It's not very motivating because you will not see many changes like that. It's very ineffective way how to build muscle or to lean out. So either focus on leaning out or focus on building muscle. That's what bodybuilders do. That's what general population should be also doing but of course if you are overweight or obese which this person is not in that case you can lean out or be losing fat while also building muscle and especially if you are new to weightlifting or coming back to weightlifting after long period of time but if you are relatively well conditioned so let's say you are at about 15 percent body fat uh, I would first focus on losing that fat and then building muscle. And when building muscle, you don't do, again, like a huge bulk with like 1000 calorie surplus, but really just maybe 200 calories, maybe 300 calories a day surplus. So you are gaining maximum amount of muscle while building also maximum uh, while preventing unnecessary fat gains, you know, so yeah, that would be the approach. Losing fat is much easier than building muscle. You can lose that fat and cut it off in relatively like within weeks, you know. Uh, so basically, if you spend that time in a bulking phase, let's say two, three months, and then in one month, you shred that fat if you gained some extra fat but usually people are just too worried about it beyond the what is actually needed right so if you want to maximize muscle building yeah eat more calories don't worry about building as much fat but don't do a dirty bulk as well either you know if you would like to figure out as precisely as possible how much you should be eating outside of the laboratory settings. 
then I've created a guide specifically for you. In a few simple steps, it will lead you through determining your daily energy expenditure and basically how much you should be eating to maintain weight and then how to adjust your macronutrients for weight loss, weight gain or sports performance or even maintenance, whatever your goal is. You can grab it for free at www.eiss.eu forward slash guide. The link is also in the description below. And if you have any questions, don't be afraid to contact me either through social media or through the email at daniel at Again, links are in 